Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome. It is a pleasure to be with you again this week. It is amazing how quickly this year is passing us by. We are almost on the brink of November 2021, and there is so much going on in the world right now. It is easy to become distracted by the things that are happening. It is easy to become reactive, and it is a choice to become responsive. Life is happening for us, and wisdom is something that we can start to endeavor upon in deeper and deeper ways. Wisdom isn't the same as education. It's not learning. It's not expertise or skill uh, or any other of these types of words. It is through direct experience. And you touch the core of wisdom when you act on your intuition and insight, when you have an aha moment, when you have a fully integrated experience where you have a deep understanding and knowing of what is true. Uh, Knowledge comes from thinking, but wisdom is a state of awareness, and it is the best use of our human mind. The guidance of wisdom will create the best life that you could lead. But how do you achieve that? And can you have an understanding of the timeless truths and timeless wisdoms that exist as a human being in an experience that is ever-changing and impermanent? My guest today is Irvin Laszlo, twice nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, laureate of the Luxembourg Peace Prize, the Assisi Mandera Peace Prize, as well as the Japan Peace Prize. The GOI Award has been identified by an international jury convened by OOM Magazine as the 28th among the world's 100 most inspiring people. He is the editor of the prestigious periodical World Futures, the Journal of New Paradigm Research founder-president of the international think tank, the Club of Budapest, founder and president of the Laszlo Institute of New Paradigm Research, and chairperson of the Wisdom Council of the new internet platform, People Together. He is the author of over 100 books translated into 24 languages, including the book that we're going to talk about today, The Wisdom Principles, a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom, along with nearly 400 studies and articles. He lives on the Mediterranean coast of Italy, and his website is thelaszloinstitute.com. We are going to be discussing so many profound and poignant points within the wisdom principles that have so much to do with what we're encountering today and why we are encountering these things, what we can do to support the shift in the world. Welcome, Irvin, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Simran, it's my pleasure to be here. This is your wonderful show. Thank you so much for inviting me. This book is a powerful piece for individuals, particularly now, because with so many things happening that feel like crisis and change and that we're coming up against so many obstacles in the world or terrible things that appear to be happening in the world At the same time, it is also cycles and rhythms that have often happened in the past, perhaps in different ways. Is this part of our normal evolution? Is this part of 
what grows us as human beings and where are we heading with all of the current crises that we're facing? Well, these are some of the biggest questions we could have ever asked. Certainly they are more timely now than ever. Is this normal? The abnormal is normal. You're talking about evolution, not something static that stays the way it is. It's moving. Whether it's moving smoothly or roughly, whether it's moving through little steps at a time or through leaps and rebounds, that's another question that can happen. But it is happening. Right now we are moving forward through a major disruption and that disruption is the boom at the same time for the next step. The next step, which is actually a critical step because we need to take it. The alternative to it is falling back to a much more primitive state of chaos and violence and, and pandemics that we need absolutely to avoid. So I think here we are at the threshold of an event which is an evolutionary potential and it is up to seize it. Program like yours help people, help everyone to seize this opportunity which is now in our lap. When we're talking about wisdom, there's so many ancient texts, there's so many beings that have come before that have shared such profound wisdom with us. What is the distinction between the wisdom that has come before and each individual becoming aware and embodying their own wisdom? Becoming aware is the key. That is wisdom. When you become aware, you get the information. You don't invent it. You don't make it up. The wisdom that is a true wisdom is something that is coming to us. It is a guidance that comes. It sometimes could be called channeling, but it's a deep intuition of what is right, what is good, what is correct, fair in this world, how to move forward. We all have that right intuition. We don't all bring it up to our consciousness. The big challenge is to bring it up. To my mind, this is a question of what I've, I and many others have called connecting. Connecting to what we call it, what can we call it, to nature, to the universe, to the web of life, everything that is around us. Humanity has lost its connection and it's time to recover it. And that is wisdom. Recovering it, you get insights that represent wisdom. It's something that's coming to us. You have to just be receptive to it. So I think what I'm writing today, and I've been writing in the past few years, and writing, publishing in this book, The Wisdom Principles, is not something that I've made up. Something that has come to us, come to me over the past 20 years or so, I try to find the gist of it, describe it, put it in a logical sequence, and that's what the book became. You talked about connection, and we live in a time now more than ever where we're not just disconnected from nature or the innate essence of who we have always been, but now we're becoming disconnected from each other. And so much of that has to do with technology. It has to do with what we're making up about isolation or the crises. It has to do with not um, allowing ourselves to fully feel emotions and integrate the things that are taking place. 
what does connection have to do with coherence? Connection is to a coherent world. Connection, when you are connected, you become more coherent. A connection is the show, is the guide, is to obtain the guide to become more coherent. Coherence means that we are connected. Whatever a system is connected, all its parts are moving together in unison, pursuing the same end, having the same purpose. That's the only way a living organism can stay living, but all its cells, all its organs working together to maintain that organism. So that co means coherence. When a system is coherent, it is internally connected to all its elements, acting together and connected to its environment, to the, actually to the world at large, outside the system, of which the system is a part. So actually, co connection means to find our coherence and to act on that coherent, coherence. Because then we are fulfilled, then we are healthy, then we can be satisfied, then we are coherent. There are many attributes to that, including love and, and belonging and oneness, as well as science. Coherence is a science term, but it has many, many applications in the everyday world. So for the everyday individual that might be feeling afraid or uh, separate or disconnected from uh, what is their truth or their purpose in life, how can they create greater coherence within themselves to the higher vibration of the world as opposed to uh, much of the noise that we hear in the world? Allowing that higher vibration finds resonance in us. That's one way of putting it. Receiving what there is, receiving the coherence that is in the world. You know, the scientific evidence is now overwhelming. This universe is not a random universe. It's not one thing after another. This universe is a coherent ensemble of its elements, of its elements of which some total is more of which the whole is more than the sum total of its elements, emergent properties. This is a whole universe, and we are whole beings being part of it. Connecting to it is to find our coherence. It's there in us. So what the scientific evidence tells us that this universe could not have been born as a random chance of interplay of, of its elements. And yet, you know, that was the dogma. That was the doctrine of science up to 20, 30 years ago. is still being taught in many universities. That what is happening today in the universe is just random interactions piling together. But this kind of random interactions could never have created a coherent world. The world which is coherent despite of the fact that we find very lot of, a lot of noise and, and, and incoherence in, it, in, our, in our own self-made world. Underneath this world is coherent, but it could not have been created. A world of atoms, molecules, cells, organisms, stellar systems and galaxies could not have evolved in 13.8 billion years ago purely by random interaction. So this, when we connect here, we connect to a remarkably, miracle. this is Einstein's word, miraculously coherent universe. It's amazing that it is there and we are part of it. So. 
allow this coherence to inform you, you'll be feeling more connected, you'll be feeling closer, you'll be feeling, feeling more being one with the world around you. It is there. The Buddhists have been practicing this for thousands of years. Every great religion is advising it. It's not something you go out and grab. It's, a, it's something you, you are motivated to find, finding, searching, and then allowing to surface. It's in you. It could not have been otherwise. We could not be here unless we had this coherent core in us, the heartbeat that is coherent, the mind, the, the, the brain that is working so in such a way as to produce a, produce a coherent system. It is a miraculous fact. Allow this miracle to surface in your mind. That is the message. So in your book, you write, the sciences of systems and information are telling us that the crisis we are living through is bifurcation, a sudden forking in the evolutionary trajectory of the dynamic system. And you also say that uh, we've gone through this bifurcation or leap in the trajectory of evolution before in the past. So are these events that are taking place, are they part of this organic plan of the universe uh, or is this something that we are creating for our own evolution? Plan? We don't know whether there is a plan which is unfolding around us. But we do know that it is happening. It is what we also know that it's not man-made. It's not something we created. There's no power on earth that can create this as such. And no power, no intellect on earth that can foresee its effects. It is happening because we are leaving, we are living in an era of evolution in which we can perceive much of the universe around us. We don't often perceive the core, the, the deepest level or layers where we are truly one. And that level, which in quantum physics is called the implicate order, as opposed to the explicate order, which is which is what we perceive the world and on the surface around us. This world is, is such as that it is coherent. And to, to join it, you have to allow this coherence to invade you, to inform you, the, your heart, your body, your mind. And that we have known about this mindfulness, meditation, prayer, all this has been told to us by the great prophets for thousands of years. Now, in this critical time, it's more important than ever to act on this, to let you, let, let it, let you be the, the change that you want to see in the world, as Gandhi has said. We can be that, and if we are, then we can create out of this bifurcation, this chaos, we can create a new order. That is the challenge, that is the task before us. So the bifurcation creates the crisis, but yet you say it's also an opportunity. If we look at the pandemic and what has taken place there, what is that leading us to in terms of opportunity or our own evolution? The opportunity it gives is to have small initiatives, relatively small and seemingly powerless initiatives become the so-called butterflies, or butterfly effects, you know. Then a butterfly flipping its wings can create a little tiny current of the air that can amplify and amplify and create a storm on the other side of the globe. 
this is this the story of the butterfly effect. But what it means is that small little changes can become big alterations, big events moving forward. The opportunity is that the resistance to change, the established order is no longer as powerful as it was. The opportunity is that more and more people are asking, like you are asking in this program, and many insightful people are asking, where are we going? Who are we? What can we be doing? This is the opportunity. Once you are open to these questions, to find that these are real questions, real problems, the solution is at hand. Because the solution is in us. We find it. It don't, doesn't have to be imposed on us from the outside. It's a great opportunity. An opportunity to question and through questioning to move forward. The evolution of the world is not a mechanical pre-programmed sequence of events, but a creative process inspired and informed by a fundamental spark, the seed of life, of mind, and the order of nature. These seeds are potentials, and they were present already at the beginning and became actualized and continued to be actualized over the course of time. This is from Irvin Laszlo's book, The Wisdom Principles, a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom. In The Wisdom Principles, Dr. Irvin Laszlo, authority in the fields of new science, consciousness, and spirituality, bridges the chasm between our understanding of science and the truths of spirituality, bringing an essential and timely message of wisdom to the world. Dr. Laszlo offers readers principles of the empowerment that will guide the choices they make for years to come and allow them to move confidently toward a better future. It is a distillation of Laszlo's 60-plus years spent delving into the mysteries of science and a lifetime of keen spiritual insight. The nuggets of timely wisdom and the timeless truths revealed here are a precious resource for wise thinking and living. As we stand at a crossroads of civilization, there has never been a greater need for them than today. I invite you to find out more about Dr. Irvin Laszlo's work by going to the LaszloInstitute.com. That's the LaszloInstitute.com, L-A-S-Z-L-O, Institute.com. You can also find that link in the bio description on the page, the guest page. We'll be right back after these messages with more of Dr. Irvin Laszlo and the Wisdom Principles. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Who am I is one of those critical questions that every one of us ends up asking at one or more points in our lives. It determines your state of being. The wisest answer based on the highest level of your being is this. Deepak Chopra says, I am an infinite field of pure consciousness, unbounded, eternal, blissful, and self-fulfilling. The words that issue from this state of being are not divine, unworldly, impossibly pure, or suitable only for a saint or a yogi, because every mind is fundamentally wise once you reach the right level. Wisdom is a universal condition and by far the most joyful one to live in. In the book, The Wisdom Principles, Dr. Irvin Laszlo offers a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom. You will discover a lot of big questions and principles of timeless truth, which are the guide to wise thinking. Some of the biggest questions of all, why are we here? Understanding the miracle of everything, the miracle of coherence, and how to be more coherent in this world. He talks about the evolution of life and the evolution of the universe, the reality of consciousness, and the purpose of life. This is about answering some of life's big questions and embracing the wisdom in your life so that you can discard the old and embrace the new. Again, you can find out more about Dr. Laszlo and all of his work, including the many, many books that he has graced the planet with, by going to the LaszloInstitute.com. That's the Laszlo Institute. Uh, Dr. Laszlo, I want to go back to some of the situations that are taking place in the world. And what you're telling people is we're not here to go back to the way things were. We're not here to look for what we thought was normal. But in fact, we're here to come home. What does that mean to really come home? It certainly doesn't mean the same as come back to where we were. Because, if I might say so, <clears throat> we were not home. We have not have been home as humanity through the, most of the modern age. Increasingly, but especially in the last, last few decades, we have separated ourse- ourselves off from the natural course of events. 
from the natural sense of of we belonging together. It increasingly just looked at the inter- immediate short-term interests of a small minority. Whoever had the power had the money and disregarded more or less the rest. We cannot think of just the interest of some to the exclusion of the other. We have got to come home to the world in which all things act together. All things are part of a larger whole. What is that larger whole? You might say, is it the society? Is it your nature, the nation? Is it culture? Is it humankind? All of these are wholes indeed, but not the largest whole that is relevant to our life. Our very largest whole, of course, is the universe. But within the universe, we are here on a planet. What is the largest whole to which we must measure up and with which we must join? That is the whole of the web of life, the biosphere. All of living things together create that basic, coherent and instantly interconnected system, which is our home, of which we are a part. We don't just belong to it, we are it. But we have disregarded this increasingly and created an artificial life, an artificial world in which many instabilities occur. And this world as a whole has become unsustainable. So coming, coming back home means coming back to the sphere of life, to the system of life on Earth, a system of life which is coherent, which is whole, where all its parts work together. There is, of course, competition. There is a level of violence also, but it's all within the overall context of a coherent system moving together and moving forward toward higher and higher levels of coherence. That is a home. That is to which we must come back. And to, to, that is something to which we can come back because the sense of this whole, the feel of this whole is in us, is part of us. We just have to find it and act on it. That's the challenge. We can meet that challenge because it's in our power to meet it. But we have to wake up and realize what it is that we must find, that we must meet. Your program, among other things, is a very great help. And my book is intended to be a guidebook as well toward meeting this end. One of the greatest obstacles that every human being faces tends to be fear, whether that is fear of the unknown, whether that is fear of what we think we are seeing or what we have made up is happening, uh, all of the different types of theories that go on in the mind. It is such a creative power to magnify fear to such a degree that it can often paralyze people or bring them to a place of hopelessness or thinking that they're just one person what can they do in this big vast world that seems so overwhelming what would you say in regard to how to face the fear as we move into these crises that are current and those that which still are yet to come well roosevelt franklin delano roosevelt has said it in his inaugural address as president, as coming in president, he has said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. I think Kennedy repeated this as well. Yes, 
Fear can paralyze, but we don't need to fear. There is no need for fear. You see, fear is in the biological world is, is a trigger. It triggers a response, which is either fight or flee. Or in the, some of the higher mammals, it's also, it can be to freeze, to stay immobile. But this is a whole different, at, at, or different attitude. It's a whole different frame of mind. It's a different way your brain, your, your heart, your immune system is operating when you are fearful. It stops the normal event, flow of events. You cannot be creative while you are, you are, you are free, fearful. Free, you must, fear you must, is something you must put aside. It's easier said than done, I know. But we can overcome fear when we see the possibilities. When we see that we are not left to our own devices. We are part of a wave of evolution, a grand wave where all things move together to a higher and higher levels of coherence. This is accelerated now. It can move very fast because we have the communication, the communication technologies and means of interacting in which we can exchange ideas, exchange wisdom, if you like, if that is the challenge before us. So I think there is, if we wake up, that we don't fear. We fear if we are ignorant. So let's wake up and act together to create a better world, a world that we can create because the old world hold on our mind, on our actions has been loosened. Now there is a chance to move forward and let's use it to create a world which is coming, as we have said a little while ago, as which is coming back, not back to the old, but back home, to a real home, to the web of life. You have mentioned the term wake up uh, a couple of times throughout the show, and it is in our unconsciousness and our dysfunction that we fall into vices and a lack of morality. And you, you write within a book a section where you talk about finding a morality to share with all. How do we return to that purer place, that more innocent place of, of wonder and awe where our morality has come back so that we can be of that greater service and wisdom in the world? Well, I don't believe that there is such a thing as evil born into this world, created as, as, as anything is created as evil or as immoral even. Immorality is a mistake. A lack of goodness is a mistake, is a fault, something that is a flaw also that we can overcome. I think we are intrinsically, we are good because we are a living system which can only survive if it's coherent, if it's good to each other. Humankind, you know, humankind should practice human kindness. We need to be kind because we need to recognize that we are one. Not fear, not fight, but work together. Allow this higher morality, which means an evolutionary step forward, which means coming together to create more and more intensely coherent, larger, larger, complex systems. Sounds forbidding, but it is like creating a symphony of many musicians many instruments, many tonalities, but all working together to find and give a harmonious whole. 
at the end of all this, the final outcome is a true oneness. And that is not complex. That is not difficult or complicated. That we can grasp. Jesus Christ grasped it. All the great prophets have been grasping it and teaching us. We just have to obey that because the divine spark of wholeness and evolution is in us. We wouldn't be here otherwise. But it doesn't stay here forever. It is not necessarily guiding us to the right way because we have to allow it to guide us. We have this choice of going with the force which is within us or taking arbitrarily another step, attempting just our short-term interest, maximize, looking at ourselves and never minding, never taking into consideration what's around us. If we do that, then we risk destabilizing this system, which is already very unstable. We risk the process of chaos and collapse. We can do that because we are not honey, can be good. We can also be bad. Not because we are intrinsically bad, but we are mistaking our road ahead. We have a flaw in a wrong, wrong perception of who we are. We are whole beings moving together, evolving together. If we move with that, whatever moves forward is ethical, is moral, is good. Whatever blocks it is arbitrary and is bad and is to be avoided. Is that I think is basically it's that simple. Allow your own heart to decide what is good. Your own heart doesn't make mistakes. Your brain does, can make mistakes in the sense of can misinterpret what is there. Your heart perceives and your heart, as we now know in many experimental studies, is a more powerful emitter of information than the brain is. The heart picks up the information, transmits it to the brain, the brain elaborates it. And sometimes, mercifully, it can be elaborated badly, but mercifully can also create, re-pristine, re, 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 recreate a modern, a proper elaboration, a proper investigation, a proper knowledge of what it is that puts us, makes us go forward. A big chance here, allow you open your heart, as you have said yourself in the introduction, open your heart, your heart will show you the way. You spoke about the blind spot and then also the misinterpretation of the mind. And it's so easy with the news, with media, with things that are taking place to think that our world is headed towards calamity and that there is nothing but dire situations all around. I tend to believe that there's actually more good. What do you think? I think this is our chance to move forward, to allow our goodness to become the guide. There is more good in the world than there is uh, the negativity, but it requires us to to really look at our purpose and our place. And so many people want to make a difference in the world. They're looking for their life purpose. What do you think life purpose is? My goodness, you know, this is a question that I've been asking myself over and over and over again. In fact, I've written an autobiography, a little book, which is called My Journey. Obviously, the subtitle is A Life in Quest of the Purpose of Life. So you see, it's a question that I've tried to answer for so many times. Well, I believe that there is a purpose and that the purpose is not arbitrary, is not something we invent. 
the purpose is to be one and to be one by by joining each other by loving each other and not by fighting or opposing each other that is the purpose of creating a larger whole which is integral and 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 belonging or coherent all its elements working together nature produces such systems anything that is alive today is a coherent system they introduce incoherence into its arbitrary let's recognize this it's not better what we're doing through artificial means it's not better that we drink a lot that we smoke a lot that we just look at, at short-term satisfactions whether it's sexual or or just self-indulgence in anything and and exploit others these are not natural these are unnatural things that we need to avoid we can live a fulfilled life we can be happy we can be contented because we are part of a whole system which is operating toward and and moving toward greater and greater higher and higher levels of wholeness i think there's nothing to fear and is nothing to worry to to consider that we are moving toward an evil times we are moving toward difficult times yes but the difficult times is a challenge it's not something that's given as a negative it's something to to overcome because we can overcoming because at the same time as we experience the, the difficulties the challenges we are also waking up and finally asking ourselves how are we who are we where are we going where should we be going that is i think the key to moving forward we have everything in our power to create a thriving world in this planet we have the technologies we have the know-how we have the communication systems everything that we need we know how to use our resources how to use them sustainably there's enormous sources of power of of actual you know physical power through the sun which is basing us in energy day and day and night and night there's always day someplace on the in this universe on this planet we have everything we need to be a positive aspect of evolution in this world so it's up to us to use it up to to wake up and we are beginning to wake up people are asking just like you do in this program what it is that we can do where can we be going what is good what is evil questioning the first step toward wisdom so let's question let's not stop then because if you question deeply and honestly you will find the new insights which come to you not because you invented it just but because you are receiving it it's something that is in the world and we can pick it up In the book, The Wisdom Principles, a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom, Dr. Irvin Laszlo presents basic wisdom principles that can enable us to find our way forward. One such principle is what he calls the paramount wisdom principle. It can be stated in a simple phrase, what is good for the whole is good for the part. The paramount wisdom principle is obeyed in nature. It is what ensures maintaining the health of the living organisms. In fact, in light of new discoveries in the field of physics, biology, epigenetics, neuroscience, psychology, and psychosomatic investigations, a new paradigm of science and medicine is now emerging at advanced levels of scientific research. This paradigm is unifying the various disciplines, showing the connection of the physical universe to the living world. 
the living world to the social world, and the social world to the embracing world of human culture. This is all from The Wisdom Principles, his latest book. You can find out more about him at thelasloinstitute.com. Definitely check that out. That's thelasloinstitute.com. We'll be right back after these messages for some final words from Dr. Irvin Laszlo. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Dr. Irvin Laszlo, in his book, The Wisdom Principles, tells us that the crucial task overcoming the coherence lag has to do with the fact that we have become a planetary species forming a global society, achieving a high degree of complexity but lagging behind in regard to our level of coherence. The crisis and disruptions we experience are consequences of our lack of coherence, but this condition is not irremediable. The chance to correct it is now in our hands, and the consequences of the disruption created by the virus are not negative. They harbor the opportunity to overcome the basic flaw, the lag of our level of coherence. Today's global crisis is a blessing in disguise. It is a timely opportunity for you and people around you 
to shift from unsustainability, creating incoherence, to coherence-based sustainability in the world. It is the opportunity for you to shift from decent from descent into chaos and anarchy into ascent to living and into thriving. There's a beautiful wisdom credo in the book that has powerful and empowering words that you can embody and integrate into your own world and then also some suggestions and steps of how to create a more coherent experience within your own life. My guest today is Dr. Irvin Laszlo, and he is the author of over 100 books, the winner of several Peace Prizes, and the founder of the LaszloInstitute.com. Definitely check that out. Go to the LaszloInstitute.com. Uh, welcome back. I want to talk in our last segment, uh, Dr. Laszlo, about a very profound statement that was in your book, and it says that change in society does not come from the top. It comes from the periphery. Could you talk a little bit about how that periphery will evoke change within us all and then also what sometimes the fringe is able to catalyze uh, due to perhaps their their very stark contrast to what is considered our norm in the world? You know, the great anthropologist Margaret Mead has said that never doubt the power of a small group of people to change the world. And she added, nothing else ever did. I would add, nothing else ever did, especially in a time of crisis and transformation. When the system is stable, it resists change. Sometimes stability is good and necessary, but sometimes change must come about because the world around us is changing and we are also changing the world, but we must change with it. The opportunity to change must be when we are free from the constraint of living under a highly regulated world where everything seems to be pre-given to us and we do not have much choices. At the periphery, there is a greater level of freedom. People are opting out and they're trying to find their own way. New cultures are, are growing up cultures of peace, cultures of solidarity, cultures of love and of oneness. These cultures can move toward the center. That means they become more powerful, to become empowered, just like this radio program is an empowerment program. This is the chance to reinforce these positive changes that are occurring where they can occur, where they are not highly regulated. In a fully regulated society was a good example, as a bad example, but a very clear example of it was, was Soviet Russian communism, was Chinese Maoism, where everything is regulated, basically. But individuals do not have much freedom. They cannot change their mind even, and certainly not their actions. And so the, on the periphery, there is a greater level of freedom. Our task is to move these cultures, which are the growing up, cultures of oneness, of solidarity, cultures of trying to live, live ethically, morally, with each other, not against each other. This is our chance to move them forward, to, be, to joining them, to supporting them, to becoming that kind of a culture that we want to see. This change will occur by creativity. Creativity has to have freedom. 
freedom from from power empowerment from being overpowered from the top this is the great chance now the top is no longer so powerful everywhere there is turmoil there's there's under there's questioning there is seeking as long as it's not governed by fear and by impo- the fear of impotence but but moving forward by the recognition of our own power of our own empowerment then we can move from the periphery to the center that means we can more and more people join sooner or later we will electing leaders uh, bringing to the fore leaders that embrace this these new ideas we can create systems that are not hierarchical just from the top down but create systems that are inspired by the by the bottom by the grassroots by what everybody feels comes together to feel just join together create larger holes create systems that can can have the profits from the freedom of being at the periphery and then coming and increasing taking power not taking power in a negative sense in which the communist takeover at the beginning of the 20th century in the 1810s and 20s took place but taking over in this positive sense of recognizing that what we do is really true is really good recognizing that this is what's needed because we resonate with it we resonate what is what is needed is what is good we can resonate with the new cultures allow this resonance to move into you to inform your body your heart your mind as we said a moment ago our heart is even the more powerful organ than the brain in this sense of picking up this kind of subtle information allow this to happen open your heart enter into the states of consciousness which you know are altered states where we are receptive to a broader range of information when we move beyond the alpha level of the eeg spectrum you know where we measure the the rate of 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 wave the wave the frequency of the waves created by the brain when we see that these move into the lower level below the alpha level into the theta level even below to the delta then we see that we often get information that we don't get in the everyday world so allow this to happen become a little more spiritual become more open to information this is a highly informed and informing world allow it to inform you and to act to go with it that we can do that we must do then we will not only survive on this planet but thrive thank you dr laslo for this powerful book and this uh, guide to supporting each individual into thinking globally into relying more deeply on their inner authority into becoming more coherent beings in the world i invite you to definitely pick up your copy of the wisdom principles a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom it is filled with so much that will support you and i'd love to close out the show sharing a little bit of the wisdom credo i am one of the highest most evolved manifestations of the drive toward coherence and wholeness in the universe all systems drive toward coherence and wholeness in interaction with all other systems and my essence is this cosmic drive it is the same essence this same spirit that is inherent in all things that arise and evolve in nature whether on this planet or elsewhere in the infinite reaches of space and time 
There are no absolute boundaries or divisions in this world, only transition points where one set of relation yields prevalence to another. In me, in this self-maintaining and self-evolving coherence and whole-oriented system, the relations that integrate the cells and organs of my body are prevalent. Beyond my body, other relations gain prevalence, those that drive towards coherence and wholeness in society and in nature. These are just a couple of the wisdom points that are in here that are the wisdom credo. Again, pick up your copy of The Wisdom Principles, a handbook of timeless truths and timely wisdom. You can find out more at thelasloinstitute.com. That's thelasloinstitute.com. That link is also in the bio description for Dr. Laszlo. Thank you again, Dr. Laszlo, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It has been a joy and a pleasure to have your timeless wisdom grace our show. Thank you, Simran, for this program, for your wisdom in asking these important questions, raising them, providing your answers. I think we need that more than ever. We need that more than any technical information. We need to know how we can guide ourselves and rely on ourselves. You are raising that question, and that is a very, very great service to humanity. Thank you so much. Good wishes and great love. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.